History. I am your host Matt and with me as always is my co-host. Her name is Lorna. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hola. This episode is going out on the spookiest of all days. Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> 31st of October to the layman listening. Um, but yeah, this is Halloween and we've uh, celebrated. We've had a spooky meal. We this have. Evening. Spaghetti bolognese with eyeballs in. And graveyard desserts. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, lovely. We'll put we a picture have on. pumpkins as well. Not a Halloweeny day. Check our social media. We'll yes. post something. Um, so, Lorna's going to do a little report today. Mm-hmm. Yep. To stay in the spirit of the spookiest time of, of year. Halloween. What have we got to report on today, Lorna? The Samhain Festival. Have you ever heard of I've it? I've never heard of the Samhain Festival. Uh, Samhain. Samhain. S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Oh, no, with a M. No, I'm not sure. No, no, without a N. Because I'm... Without a N. Yeah, I found it. You've been it two different ways in the first two times. Samhain. Samhain. Okay. No, no, I've never heard of it. Where did you come across the Samhain festival. Um, just when I was doing a bit of research on Halloween. On Halloween itself. Mm-hmm. On the day. On the eve. Hallow's Eve. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. On the event of Halloween. So you've not heard of it? I've never heard of it, now. Should yeah. I have heard of it? Is it likely? No, no. I, don't, I haven't heard of it. I just okay. weren't sure. Do you know anything about the origins of Halloween? Um, Is it something to do with a pagan festival? Uh, All Hallows Eve or something like that, maybe. That links into an influence in modern day. I feel, yeah, I feel like it's similar to other festivals, other um, celebrations we we have where it's a mix of things. It sort of starts as one thing, but obviously we've had the sort of Americanization, if you will, of it with sort of the costumes and the trick and trick or treating. Well, yeah, so it it starts as what essentially is usually a religious or a ritual kind of activity and then over time there's different interpretations as they adopt parts of it into their practice of okay. religion or worship culture yes so Samhain festival is actually one of the origins of halloween and a okay. lot of things that are celebrated today originate from this festival so it was celebrated first in celtic island island ireland <laughs> not an island celtic yeah is it not Celtic? Uh, the football team's now Celtic, but I think you say Celtic, don't you? Oh, I've never never come across that. Oh. So I'll call it Celtic. Um, so the ancient festival of Samhain was celebrated first in Celtic Island um, over 2,000 years ago. So ancient Celts marked Samhain as the most significant of the four quarterly fire festivals. So they had a fire festival four times a year. Quarterly. Um, and this one took place at the midpoint between the fall equinox and the winter solstice. So Those words are like, words I know. Yeah, sort I don't of know. They float around in my head of I don't know where or what it means, really. Well, for this celebration, on the 31st of October, the Feast of Samhain represented the division of the year, the right division the of the darker half of winter and the lighter half of summer, 
and it was seen as the beginning of the new year, so like a new year celebration. Okay. So some accounts say that this is over 2,000 years ago, but some other accounts say that Halloween originated 6,000 years ago. So somewhere in them 4,000 yeah. years, yeah. this originated. Wow. So it was celebrated on the 31st of October this day, where it was end of summer. Well, the direct end of summer, start of winter. Yeah. Turn your clocks back. Yeah. Uh, during the time, uh, fires in... Forward. You fall back, you spring forward. Can yes. I so during the time, uh, fires in family homes were left to burn out while the harvest was gathered. So everyone's gathering the harvest before winter. Um, and after the harv- harvest work was complete, celebrants, so like village people, people who'd collected the harvest, would join uh, druid priests. Oh, so it's always priests. druid priests. Um, yeah. And they'd light a community fire using a wheel that would cause friction and spark flames. So they had this specific way of lighting the fire. Okay. And then uh, this wheel considered a repre- was considered a representation of the sun and was used to represent the sun and they also oh, prayed. Oh, yeah, the sun. It's hot, isn't it? And it's round. Central. And it's round. Wow. So... They had this big fire, like a central bonfire kind of thing, and oh, cattle were sacrificed, and participants took a flame from the co- from the communal bonfire back into the homes to relight the fire that they'd let extinguish. Weedings. I read another yeah. account that said they did extinguish them, but other ones just left it to extinguish itself. Bonfires played a large part of the um, festivities, and lighting of huge fires was supposed to symbolise the human assistance to the waning sun, as it passed lower in the sky. Mm. So fire represented the natural cycles and it also symbolised man's power on earth to control his own destiny in the nature of chaos. Reminds me of uh, the jungle book. Go on. The red flame. The yes. red rose? The red flame. What is it called? The red, the red flower. flower. Yeah, the jungle book. Yes. Man can control fire, no other animals can. Yeah, so this is like a symbol. This is like a it's jungle a book like a, of it's, the ancient world. Yeah, jungle book of Halloween. Okay. So this is a bit like they recognise the sun and all its power. They're worshiping it, but at the same time they're saying we can use it for recognize. our own. Recognise. Yeah. We recognise the sun. Um. So as I've said, cattle were sacrificed. So the bones from slaughtered livestock were tossed into the flames, and household fires were extinguished or burnt out, as as we discussed. And then they were lit again from the bonfires. So later on, I'll. I'll give you a fact about well i'll give it you now but it is included in my facts later on so because they threw bone into the fires it developed a name as bone fire which is where we get the word bonfire from today kettle uh, kettle cattle bones in the cattle bones (laughs) cattle bones in the fire i didn't know we're coming for an etymology lesson yeah so i've I've told you a few so far i I to throw in my uh, fancy Um, word there Early texts present Samhain as a mandatory celebration lasting three days and three nights. Samhain sounds like a person. Yeah, but no, it's festival. The community was required to show themselves to local kings or chieftains, and failure to participate was believed to result in punishment from the gods, so that was usually illness or death. If you didn't do this big fire. Or if you just didn't participate in the celebrations, like it's wider than just the fire, which I'll get onto. Right. Recognising the sun. Yeah. There was also a military aspect in Ireland with holiday thrones prepared for commanders or soldiers. And anyone who committed a crime or used their weapons during the celebration faced a death sentence. Which is pretty... It's brutal, isn't Pretty it? intense. Yeah. Because your crime could just be, oh, I'll just borrow this cattle line. Um, I need to feed my family and they're going to throw it in this fire. Oh, stealing so cattle is quite a big one anyway. I a think. little goat? Yeah. You can't steal other people's cattle. Right, Maybe steal, steal like less. a hairpin. 
Okay, I'm still happy. Oh, it's, sorry, it's Sam Hain today. Um, he's told You're us gonna die. Sam <laughs> has said you're going to die for that. Aww. So some documents of Sam Hain mentioned six days of drinking alcohol to excess, uh, typically mead or beer along with gluttonous feasts. So I'll get on to wow. the feasts afterwards. It's a lot of drinking though, isn't it? Six days. It's do. quite fresh this week. It is. I was going to mention the uh, in Norway, I don't know if they do it in the Scandinavian countries, they do a... Uh, when you finish school, you uh, buy like buses and stuff, like as a group, and you travel around for like three months. Please correct me if I I'm wrong. I thought it was like a couple of weeks. Maybe Depends. three weeks. I think it's Maybe different length of times for each person. And uh, just get get drunk every night. Sounds a lot like uni. Yeah, it is, but it's uh, sounds expensive. Or like a, a girl's holiday or a lad's holiday. Yeah, not for three months though. No, but if you do a season of you work there, mm. that's it. That's what Sam Hines like, isn't it? <laughs> well, obviously it was a bit Just different. A lot They're of throwing like cattle into fires. It doesn't sound to me like they've got a lot of there's a lot of uh, reasoning behind it. It seems quite. No, but it's the beliefs. So they mm. believe that it's the end of winter, at uh, the end of summer, start Just of winter. Just have a big celebration. So they believe they're not going to see the sun that much. So they want uh, to celebrate please, the sun, yes, to I'd celebrate the harvest. Please the gods. Please the gods, which is a big one. Get drunk. So um, at Samhain on this day, they thought that the boundary between this world and the other world was at its thinnest. Ooh. And therefore spirits and demons could pass between the two, oh. which links to the now theme of halloween for us stranger things yes that's another that. world yeah. so the celts believe that the barriers between the worlds was breachable during samhain because it was at its thinnest and they prepared offerings which were left outside villages um they prepared them for fairies or sids and i forgot to look up what that means but i'm assuming it's some oh, sort yeah. of yeah, yeah. creature um it was thought that ancestors could also cross over during this time. Mm. Um, and Celts would dress as animals and monsters so that fairies were not tempted to kidnap them. It's... Which is where the theme of dress-up comes and this also links to the Mexican tradition That's of the day of the dead. That's what I was going to say. Dead. It's interesting how these... Tra- I was going to mention that the crossing over of the ancestors reminded me of the day of the dead. And it's weird how across the world so many different traditions sort of interlock. But interlink. yeah, but they, come, they seem to come from a similar place. and then So like, this is... This originated in Ireland, yeah. but when a lot of Irish people moved to America, I'll get onto it, but they took these traditions with right. them. And also, Christianity also tried to adopt it, which is kind of where the practices we've got today come from. But I, even based on this, like, 2,000 years ago, you can still see, like, they're dressing up. Mm. They've got a bonfire, which is similar to what we what celebrate, we bonfire night. It's to do with Guy Fawkes, reason. but yeah. I've read that it's not actually that much of a different reason. Mm. Interesting. So, I'll carry on and we'll get on to them bits if that's all right. Yes, I was going to say something, but I can't remember what it was. Okay. Not sure what it was. If it comes back to you, just shout. So, a family's ancestors, they thought they could pass through the boundary. So, they were honoured and invited home while evil spirits were warded off. So, people wore costumes to, to be free from harm. And this is where the tradition of dressing up came from. Um, and then I got a lot, of, quite a bit confused with different names. What were you going to say? It reminded me about the dressing up. When you see pictures of like old timey dressing up, I know this was a long time ago, but like even like pictures didn't exist. No, I know, but like fifty, sixty years ago, when you see pictures of people dressing up for Halloween, they had the creepiest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but it's because they believe that 
the it's spirits. It's like really weird, like, it, I don't know, It's maybe it's because it's like an old photo as well, but like yeah, when kids are dressed creepy. up in like Halloween costumes, it's just... I think it's different now though, because now it's more of a commercial aspect, so we don't believe that spirits are coming, we just like the day to dress up, we like to do pumpkins, yeah. different things like that, but... Back then, they were actually dressing up to scare someone. It wasn't like a yeah. who's got the best costume. And it's interesting how now we, a lot of, you know, if you go out and do the Halloween dressing up, I think even in the sort of 10, 15 years since we did it, well, less time for you probably, but I probably dre- you like you probably dressed up more recently than that Halloween. Uh, just up two years ago. Yeah. So when I when we were children, I think a lot of us would dress up like. I dressed up as a mummy a lot, get wrapped Me up in Faye toilet roll. an outfit of Medusa that we wore every year. There you go. People dressed up, you know, as sort of scary things. But now, people dress up just in whatever. I think it's very different, like, girls and boys as well. I think boys will go scary, whereas girls are more likely to... Some some are very creative, yeah, but yeah. girls are more likely to not go down the scary route or just, just put some contact lenses in a yeah, bit of fake blood and they'll be like, oh, I'm a fake Barbie but, or sort of dead Barbie. I mean, a lot of people, like... Just dress up as superheroes now as well. You yeah, get a lot it's of like that. an excuse to dress up. It's like more of a dress. Yeah, it's more of a dress up, like but, more of a fancy yeah. dress than a Halloween costume. There's two people, uh, well, a number of people dress up as um, the two guys from Call Me by Your Name, which is a book I'm reading at the moment. Oh really? Yeah, but they, they're like everyday people. Yeah, no, yeah, but they, they got like specific sort of costumes that they wore in like the wherever it was, like the eighties in Italy. But yeah, it's, I'll just think like. It's but not that's a Halloween, the commercial is it? Yeah, it's very it. commercial. Yeah, it's, it's strange, isn't it? How it's, it's not changed. really a religious or a ritual celebration anymore. It's just a commercial event. Mm. It's the second biggest commercial event after Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, in the Western world. Wow. So, just a little bit yeah, about the you gods. Got confused. Yeah, so I, I did get a bit confused, but basically, the Samhain celebration is that. The sun travelled into the underworld for winter and the forces of the underworld were in the ascendancy. Yeah. So one of them, the lord of the underworld, is called Don in Celtic mythology. And he no longer, um, he was no longer under the control of the sun god, which meant he could do whatever he wanted. The sun god's Um, now in, in the underworld. Yeah, so he could walk among people on earth and bring his demons with him. Um, so there's some specific monsters which were associated with Samhain, including a shape-shifting creature called Pucker that receives harvest offerings from the field, and the Lady Gwyn is a headless woman dressed in white who chases night wanderers and is accompanied by a black pig. Oh, I don't so these like are that. two myths, myth monsters. Right. Um, there's another one called the Dullahun, which sometimes appeared as impish creatures, sometimes headless men on horses. Who carried the heads? So it's kind of like this: the the some gods or demons that took different Mm. forms. Um, And there was riding flame-eyed horses. Um, So people riding flame-eyed horses. Anyone who saw them, that was like an omen of death. I've heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah. And heard of like, it's like the horseman the apocalypse sort of thing, isn't it? But like carrying the heads. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then there was a group of hunters known as the Fairy Host who um, were also expected to kidnap people during Samhain, which is a bit scary. Yeah. Um, and another one, uh, the Sluga, and they would come from the west to enter houses and steal souls. So I think if someone was telling me this back then, I would be scared. Yeah. I'm, I'm not thinking of Halloween like we know it. I'm thinking yeah. of Halloween back then. I would I do would everything to put them off. through this every year. Yeah. 
So the Celts um, told stories of the gods and heroes who battled for supremacy. And today we tell stories of ghosts and mysterious happenings. That's kind of how that tradition... So they were telling stories of their gods and things that they believed happened. Whereas now it's like a ghost story. Have a listen back to last year's Halloween episode. I did an episode on um, five stories about werewolves. Yes, a very good. It's one. not really ghost stories, but it's it's kind of is. Yeah, there's a little song in there. They're unusual. Yes, yeah. stunning. Um, <laughs> one of the most popular Samhain stories told during the festival was called the Second Battle of Magtored. Um, it portrays the final conflict between Celtic pantheon known as the Tuatha Dí Danann, an evil oppressor known as the former. Uh, the myth states that the battle unfolded over the period of Samhain. So it's just a, a myth battle. Stories, yeah. yeah, it's a bit confusing. And another one is The Adventures of Nera, in which the hero Nera encounters a corpse and fairies and enters into the other world. So that's another story that's told about someone. Right. So that's Samhain 2,000 years ago. Right. So I'll feed back another little bit, and other parts of it, but... Okay, did he say that some of... So Samhain is sort of blended with other traditions to come into Halloween, or is this the main part of what Halloween has um, grown from? I think it's the main... I haven't right. found anything else that it's grown from, but there's just been a dispute of either 6,000 years ago or oh, 2,000 right, okay. years ago. Um, also, it's... there's There's other things that... Since then, people have adopted Samhain and made it their own, which has influenced how we act today. But as you can see, there's already parts of it that are pulling forward from 2,000 years ago. Yeah. So, Samhain in the Middle Ages. As the Middle Ages progressed, so did the celebrations of the fire festivals. Uh, bonfires were known as Samgnagans. Yeah, nailed yeah. that. That's good. Uh, so they were more personal Samhain fires near farms, and they became a tradition to protect fairies from uh, to protect families from fairies and witches. To protect fairies from families. No, families from fairies. Yeah, okay. Um, carved turnips called jack o' lanterns began to appear, and they were attached by strings to sticks and embedded with coal. Um, later Irish tradition switched to pumpkins. Oh. So that's where what we did today came from. Yeah, we did some, yeah, we mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it comes, so the tradition is carving devilish faces in turnips and hanging them in the air, as Celts had done with the heads of their enemies in times of war. So oh. it's kind of to put, put spirits and demons off coming in the house. Right. Cause... So they show what they did to their enemies through a oh. hanging turnip, which later became a pumpkin. Yeah. I reckon because a pumpkin's bigger. Yeah, and it's quite head well, circular like a head. Turnips can be a bit dodgy shaped, can't they? Yeah, I think so. A little small as well for me. Also, you did a little face <coughs> on your um, jack o' lantern. I did. I did a Batman symbol. I didn't do that on my enemies' faces. No, we but also. We won't be afraid of that, will we? I, I don't think you've protected your house from any demons there. Maybe criminals. Maybe. <laughs> maybe other bad superheroes. <laughs> the Dark Knight. Watches over his house. Super villains, super I think, villains, is the word you're looking for. Thank you. Or other superheroes that you don't like, like Superman. They don't like each other, do they? Um, so yeah, they do. They, they oh, just, are they mates? Yeah, most of the time. Anyway, let's not get into this conversation. <laughs> right, it's a deep one. so <laughs> in Wales, men toss burning wood at each other in violent games and set did. off fireworks. Ah. In Northern England, men paraded with noisemakers. Vibuzelas. What? <laughs> <laughs> you never heard of the... 
<laughs> Never heard of a vuvuzela. I didn't is say that, that right. That's not the right word, surely. Vuvuzela. The thing that goes. I'm talking about uh, the South African um, musical instrument that became popular the world over because of the 2010 South African FIFA World Cup. I thought it was a World Cup sound. Right, okay. Yeah, probably one of them. Something it, I similar. It, well, yeah. I always called them a dirder. Really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Why? Because it makes that noise. <laughs> they call vuvuzelas. Um, also, I want to go back to sorry, Wales. Men tossed burning wood at each other in violent games. That is a violent game. What is going on there? I don't know. That's don't, not. And why are they attacking other men? I don't they should know. attack the demons. It doesn't. No, but that just but seems fireworks. Like so you heard a bit about fireworks. I did, but it's what? Mm, what? How are they setting off fireworks? I don't know. They're to, not solely the same. The no, I mean how? Like what they're using. I don't, maybe it's just explosions in this yeah, case. Okay. okay. So, but this is the Middle Ages. We had noise makers. Could have been um, xylophones. Yeah. Could have been banjos. Could have been an accordion. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. Would be You'd nice. probably attract the demons yeah. rather than put them away. So, <laughs> my next section is called Dump Supper. As Halloween coincided with the Feast of the Harvest, great amounts of food were prepared. So not just for the living, but also for the dead, which is similar to the Day of the Dead when they prepare, yeah, like a food for their ancestors. Yeah, and food, and they offerings. leave it on like a mural, like a. We're basing a lot of this off Coco, aren't we? The the yeah, film, great film, Coco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's legit. I'm sure it's accurate. Yeah, well, it won't be unaccurate, no, yeah, would it? Yeah, inaccurate. No, okay. <laughs> the um, food for the. Oh, what so, are you going to say? I just want to know why it's called dumb supper. I don't know. I dumb didn't find out supper. that. Okay. I think it was just because it's a feast. Because it's a bit silly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> silly feast. Silly supper. <laughs> End of the harvest. <laughs> the food for the dead was given to the poor, which oh. is practiced today in the tradition of going trick-or-treating. So oh. I'll mention that briefly in a little this bit. Is a weak link for me. So <laughs> the food was consumed by celebrants, but only after inviting ancestors to join in. And it okay. was called the dumb supper. So they left food to invite their ancestors to travel back. Yeah. Um, the families would interact with the spirits until they left following dinner. So apparently they had this big feast, ancestors would come and have a chat, and then they'd go back to the underworld. Okay. Um, children would play games to entertain the dead, and adults would update the dead on the year's past news. I thought I thought they would know that. Yeah, they're about, really? well, if they're in the other world, they're not keeping up. They don't have BBC news, do they? No. And then that night, doors and windows would be left open for the dead to come in and eat cake. It's cold, that, isn't it? It's probably like a <laughs> raccoon that's going in to eat, if I'm honest. Yeah, you'd have loads of bugs also, in there. Also, how, you know, they leave food out and um, they play games to entertain them. And and, and then they have a chat and, and tell them but like if all the goss of the harvest. If the food, if like the cake doesn't go, what do they do? Just like, oh, they've not been hungry tonight. No, I think they'll probably still think they're there. They're, they're probably just, drunk. They've been drinking for yeah, six days. They probably can't, yeah. Because I don't think they can probably eat ancestors. Food. No, but no. I think they'd appreciate it if they brought them their favourite food. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm just worried that if I died and someone wanted me to come back, they wouldn't know what my favourite food was. Oof! What pizza? No, I don't think it is. Oh. I don't know what my favourite food is. But well, you got that if you wrong. don't know what it is, then <laughs> well, no what's yours? Uh, pizza. No, it's not. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Why? That's your favourite meal. What would you be your last meal you'd have on earth? Uh, something I've tried for octopus. Oh, that's silly. Go on a high. 
No, octopus is never going to be high. It's going to be the lowest of the lows. I'm dying, I don't care. Well, yeah, the octopus is killing you. You're not quite his tentacles. Ooh, it's going to Sunday choke dinner. A roast I dinner. I love Sunday dinner. Good choice. Yeah. So, Christian Samhain. As Christianity gained a foothold in pagan communities, church leaders attempted to reframe Samhain as a Christian celebration, which is where you get the modern twists, kind yeah. of, and how it's continued. It was a Christian adoption. Right. The first attempt was by Pope Boniface in the 5th century. He moved the celebration to May the 13th and specified it as a day celebrating saints and martyrs. So the fire festivals of October and November were supposed to stop, but they didn't. Um, people didn't abide by the decree and carried on celebrating. So that wasn't a success. In the 9th century, Pope Gregory moved the celebration back to the time of the fire festivals, but declared it All Saints Day on November 1st, and All Souls Day would follow on November 2nd. So Christianity adopted the feast of Samhain as All Saints or All Hollows on November 1st. Uh, did I say that? Yes, and followed by All Souls on November 2nd. But the customs and traditions of Samhain and George, they still celebrated in the same way. In the 19th century, the Irish emigrated to America in huge number to escape the potato famine, and they brought the Samhain customs with them. I wonder if the band All Saints was named after this. I don't know. Uh, also, I've just noticed that on my calendar, on the 29th of October, there's a public holiday in Ireland. Do you think that has anything to do with this? And then it doesn't seem close enough. Well, it's but twenty eighth of eighth of October, British summertime ends. I know that was today. That's why that's when your your clocks go back. Yeah, but oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So <laughs> Halloween. Neither um new holidays on Hollow's Eve or All Souls Day. Okay. Got away with the the um pagan aspect of the celebration. Didn't. The, they oh. didn't and the Samhain aspect. October 31st became known as All Hallows' Eve because oh, it was All that. Hallows' Day on November 1st yeah. uh, or Halloween and it contained much of the pagan practices which were being adopted in the 19th century America from Irish immigrants. Oh. Trick-or-treating is said to have been derived from ancient Irish and Scottish practices in the nights leading up to Samhain. So I mentioned a little bit before about trick-or-treating but... In Ireland, mumming was the practice of putting on costumes, going door-to-door and singing songs to the dead. Cakes were given as payment. So the the practice of dressing up and going to the door and singing, it was done by the poor and it's known as souling. Okay. As in, like, soul-ing. Um, so they would go door-to-door offering prayers for the dead in exchange for cake, which links into the other aspects where doors and windows are left open in order to... I'd letting just climb ancestors in to the eat cake. Doors. But I think it's changed over time, so yeah. I think now the poor would go and ask for cake or by just... offering prayers and singing songs. But now, in modern day, we just knock and ask for sweets. Or money. I remember it. I don't it doesn't happen as often around here anymore, I don't think. Well you haven't had any trick or treaters, have you? No, we barely had any when we was at uni at the house as well. Um I don't think we had any at uni, but ours was a student a area. Yeah, so was ours. But when I was younger we these people everyone used to we go used on to, Halloween. I used to go out with my cousins till I was like sixteen, I loved it. Oh we I think I stayed at the end of the drive. Oh really? Yeah, well they went up. Oh right, okay. I, went, okay. I just liked going out for yeah. a walk. Yeah, we used to do it. I remember once I got two pounds and I was absolutely I Yeah, buzzing. you used to get money and I used to... Yeah, but some of them would give you like 20p. Yeah. 
That I understand the concept of money at that age. <laughs> so, <laughs> Halloween pranks uh, also have a tradition in Samhain, um, but in the ancient celebration, tricks were blamed on fairies. But now they're blamed on humans. No, now it's just part of it, but right. I don't really know of any tricks. The most I know is people jumping out at people. Yeah, when you say trick or treat... What? You when just you always a get door. a treat. Yeah. You never ever get a trick. Really? I might start doing tricks. I might buy it. I'm just got a new card trick should. I want to try out, <laughs> actually. Yeah, I was just actually. about to say, yeah. Bit of sleight of hand. They'd just be like, oh. What's this behind your ear? Oh, it's a button. There you go. Enjoy that. <laughs> a button, not, not even a, chocolate a 10p. Button. Oh, they don't understand what money is. <laughs> we just had this conversation. It is one cent uh, from my recent trip to Europe. <laughs> so, there's some pagans who embraced Celtic traditions with the intent of reintroducing them into modern paganism, and these are called Celtic Reconstructionists. So, in this, in their traditions, Samhain is called Oki... I don't know if that's Oki. Shamnaha. I don't know, I can't pronounce these words. And celebrates the mating between Tuatha de Danon gods, Dagda and River Unis. Yeah, probably an Irish that, isn't it? So they celebrate, Celtic Reconstructionists celebrate by placing juniper decorations around their homes and creating an altar for the dead where a feast is held in honour of deceased loved ones, which I think is similar to the Day of the Dead in Mexico. Um. As we know from our knowledge of Coco. No, and also Dark Tourist. Oh, yeah, Dark Tourist. Good show on Netflix. Yes, and he went to see, he went to Mexico around the Day of the Dead. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Samhain or Halloween, as we now know it, is a magical time, both both in ancient pre Christian Ireland and in Ireland's ancient east of today. It was the end of the season of plenty and a time to come home to the hearth for the winter. Boundaries and bridges had a certain significance at this time of year, and it was a time for telling stories. Boundaries and bridges. So why? Because it's the boundary between this world and the other world, and, and, a, bridges, and the bridge, a bridge over. Yeah, right. Travel on. So that was my episode on Halloween. Very good report. I didn't know any of that to be honest. Yeah, so it's, it's nice quite to see when where uh, things come from. Hopefully, people are listening to this on Wednesday. If not, it's still a bit of a spooky time, isn't it? Definitely I think you can sort of have spooky time. <laughs> you can have spooky time from um, sort of the weekend before. So we've had it the 27th, well, everyone's had it, the 27th, 28th of October. Yeah. I think you can start spooky time about then. Maybe I not think you trick can start it, it. Stack it. Start. Um, I'm just thinking that a lot of, some schools in our area have had half term last week. So I mm, think you could start it. The week before, maybe because but otherwise they're in school. No, no, no. You you start you trick or treating yesterday for me. Saturday oh, really? the twenty seventh. Wow. Okay. And then I think you can continue it until bonfire night. Yeah, they do tend to continue it. You can just ca- maybe not trick or treating, just the spooky time. Enjoy your spooky film. <laughs> Watch Hocus Pocus. Yes. Decorate your house. Watch Halloween and then, yeah, enjoy up to a uh, bonfire night where we build bonfires and. Uh, have fireworks. Have fireworks. And have toffee apples, and have pies with black peas, and have... Well, there's memory of... Uh, treacle. Treacle? What's an apple thing? Toffee apples? I said toffee apples, oh, but you can get black treacle as well around. Black treacle. It's good. And uh, it's uh, all it. about... What's it called? Guy Fawkes. Guy Fawkes. He's a house... He's in York. What passed it all the time when I was at uni? At the pub. The pub, yeah, the yeah. Guy Fox Inn, I think it's called now. Anyway, 
maybe uh, maybe do a topic on Guy Fawkes in the future. Yeah, but do you want me to finish off with some yeah, Halloween Yeah, go on. Facts? Give us some Halloween facts. It's I'll the spookiest time of day. Spookiest I'm time just going to reel them off. All right, I'll, I'll rate them out of 12. Okay, pumpkin carving is a popular Guinness World Record. Some really enthusiastic people from Highwood, Illinois, took the record in 2011 with... 30,919 simultaneously lit pumpkins. Good. Good good fact. Uh, that seems like a lot of pumpkins, doesn't it? No wonder it's the world record. It's too many You can get it. a world record in anything. Did though, they can't have all of them, though. They must have done. Well, but you could just do a hole in loads of them, couldn't you? Just have a hole, quick hole. Did you know they're called jack-o'-lanterns in America? Yeah. Cool. You ready for the next one? Yes. The word witch comes from the Old English wick, meaning wise woman. In fact, Wiccan were highly respected people at one time. According to popular belief, witches held one of their two main meetings or sabbats on Halloween night. For me, if you're an organisation like the witches, they need to be organising more than two meetings a year. No, two national ones. Obviously, you'd have your... Your, your local, your, your district local, meetings, your, your lo- local Wiccan meetings. Okay, now I'll have them off. Your regions. I'll have them off. I'll let them off. <laughs> um, very good. Seven out of four. Um, what was the one above Seven that? Seven out sorry? of four? Yeah, that was loads. The that. other one was, you already know, the first jack-o'-lanterns oh, yeah. were actually made from turnips. Uh, yeah, it's good. We that. did discuss. We did discuss that. Samhainophobia is the fear of Halloween. You you reeled that word off very well. Because I looked at it and I was like, what does that say? It's a mush of a word. But Samhainophobia. Samhainophobia is a fear of Halloween. Yeah. Makes sense. I like that. Yep. What other, what other phobias do you know? Arachnophobia. Arachnophobia, yeah. It's my only one. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not good with phobias. Anyway, next Claustrophobia. One. No claustrophobia. <laughs> no, no one's ever sounded so happy saying that, have they? You've said that before as well. The owl is a popular Halloween image, which is unusual because usually it's a bat for me. In medieval mm. Europe, owls were thought to be witches, and to hear an owl's call meant someone was about to die. Well, that's why it's a popular Halloween image. It's the owl well, theory. Yeah, but... Oh, it's... Mm, that's, the, that's, a, that's a very niche... <laughs> reference, reference to The Staircase. Watch it, it's on Netflix now. We're not sponsored by Netflix this <laughs> week. Um, but, yeah, it's weird because we don't... Yeah, we wouldn't consider the... I wouldn't consider the owl anything to do with Halloween. No, me neither. But in scary at, films, at the same sometimes... time, I've not ruled it out. It could be in there because I think owls are quite scary. But sometimes they're quite fluffy and cute. I, yeah. That book on the snowy owl, so cute. Baby owls are quite cute. Some videos on on uh, Facebook. But um, in spooky films, sometimes like an owl will scare someone. You know, like they'll be creeping around the corner. You expect like the monsters to jump out, but it's an owl, and they fly. All bats. Yeah. My favourite thing ever is that vine where the owl's like across the room and then he just turns around and it's like, bam! <laughs> so good. Just turns his head. Not his whole right. body, obviously. <laughs> According to Irish legend, jack-o'-lanterns are named after a stingy man named Jack who, because he tricked the devil several times, was forced uh, was forbidden entrance into both heaven and hell. I struggle with them words. He was condemned to wander the earth, waving his lantern to lead people away from their paths. Mm, Jack O'Lantern. So Jack who carried a lantern. Jack who lanterned. That's yeah, good but, like but that. that's because if a demon's coming to you, you put a lantern outside your house because you want to lead them away from that path to your house. I don't want to do that. No, 
you want to lead them away from your house. You don't want the demon coming in. You just said it leads them towards them. No, lead them away from your house. <laughs> no, but he's he's holding his jack-o'-lantern. He's holding his lantern to lead you away from the path. He's a bad boy. No, 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 but this is what... No, I understand so that. So if but... I put a lantern outside my house, that's attracting demons. I understand what you're saying, but I thought it was to lead them away from the path they're on. Yeah. So, so they're on the path to your house, but no. see that lantern and go on a different one. But now I've got a lantern outside my house, so they're going to come straight to my house. Well, they are. They're going to Fucking follow heck. you in Batman. Blow, that, blow the light out. <laughs> also, what other animals would you link to Halloween? Bats, spiders, frogs. Frogs? Rats. Oh, witches. Yeah, Ooh, you've nailed them all. I feel like they're playing Family Fortunes. Um, You've just won a holiday. Thank you. You've got a trip to Venice. Oh, I want to go two. to Venice. Three nights. Someone in work All said inclusive. it was really good. Got my hopes up there now. I hope people know what family fortunes is. Um, yeah, they're my animals for Halloween. Um, cats. cats. Oh, you've nailed it. That was the fifth one, yeah. Yes. Four people said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, the largest pumpkin ever measured was grown by Norm Craven, who broke the world record in 1993. With an 836-pound pumpkin. I don't... Do you want me to convert that? that for you? Uh, yeah, should I have my phone? Yeah, you have a convert. How cute is the name Norm Craven? I... Sounds like he's a milk farmer. Or a milkman. What's a milk farmer? Just a uh, farmer. cow farmer. Cow... <laughs> a milk farmer. Norm. Aww. Um, Craven's interesting because uh, Wes Craven... He's a famous, was a famous director. He died a few years ago. He directed the Scream films. He directed Interesting Link. Um, one of he directed the New Nightmare, which was the uh, Friday Thirteenth film, mm. one of the more famous ones. I think it's called that. A few other um, horror films. Wes Craven. Eight hundred thirty-six was it? Yeah, pound. That's, that's three hundred seventy-nine kilograms. Whoa. I'm about eighty kilograms. I think is that about right? Yeah. You're so, a bit less, I think. About 75 kilograms, so it's it's a lot of me, essentially. <laughs> it's about five it's times me. me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a big, pretty big pumpkin. I'd like to see a picture of that, actually, I think. If I find a picture, I'll tweet it, but no promises, everyone. 59.7 stone. Whoa. It's a big boy, that. Morbidly That's obese. How does he manage that? I don't know. Looking at that, pumpkin's on steroids. Right, um, this next fact, yes. I was doing a bit of research before I was writing my topic. Matt was sat across the table I and I was laughing pumpkin. away. Sorry. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll move on to my next one. I know, but I don't believe it. Carry on. I'm going to try and find a picture. Okay. Um, so this one, I was laughing away. Oh, yeah, I heard you laughing. mine and Matt's events today. So me and Matt spent a good couple of hours carving a pumpkin each today. A good couple, I'd say about... Hour and a half. Yeah, because I've ne- I never done it before and I had to scoop out all the inside. So it takes a while, doesn't it? Well, I'd done it before and it still took me an hour. Did a whole hour? Okay. I think, I think okay. so. So, Stephen Clark yeah. holds the record for the world's fastest pumpkin carving time. All right. Have a guess. I've just seen it, so... Stop it! I didn't mean to, honestly. I only <laughs> heard the... I didn't hear anything. I only... I came across it. Thank you, you've just ruined it. I'm really sorry. So, That's insane. It would have been good if you could have guessed, um, because you definitely wouldn't have guessed this low. So, the carving time, the fastest ever, is 24.03 seconds. I have questions about that. Unbelievable. Smashing his previous record of 54.72 seconds. He's so half, he's halved, he's halved that. It. He's better um, than halved it. But I don't understand, because does he have to do the scooping or not? 
Yeah, I think so. So the rules of the competition state that the pumpkin must weigh less than 24 pounds and be carved in a traditional way, which requires at least eyes, nose, ears and a mouth. Right, but I think this is going to be very slap weigh less than £24. I think I was weigh less than £24. How big is Norm's... I'm not... Don't go back to Norm's. Norm's pumpkin <laughs> is 836. We couldn't have used this pumpkin to carve it. Well, clearly not. That's, it, that's about, it must be the size of a house, this pumpkin. <laughs> I, know, I know, but why are you not more shocked that somebody carved I'm a also, pumpkin in 24 because I don't, seconds? Because I think it's already been scooped out for me. This is my eyes thinking. So you think it's just eyes? I think it's, I think, well, like you said, he's doing eyes, he's doing a nose, he's doing ears. I'm not sure what that... He's doing eyes, nose, ears and a mouth in 24 well, ears? seconds. Ears is an interesting but one. But you just doing do a, a shape there. there. Exactly. They're, they're just vague shapes. Matt. I'm not impressed. Just, why are you not impressed? 24 seconds. I think I could do quicker Even than if... that. <laughs> Such a big claim. Even if it scoops out for you and you've got your lid took off, yeah. it still takes longer than 24 seconds to even carve one line. Never mind. Eyes, ears, nose and a mouth. Get me a pumpkin. Right, I won't be able to do it in 24 seconds, but I re- you give me two minutes, and I've never done this before. My first time there doing is, one today. There's no way you can do one in two minutes. I could do, I could do vague shapes. You could do two eyes, probably, two in eyes, two minutes. A little That's mouth. It. Quick no. mouth. You don't, it doesn't say how big they need to be. Do a little eye holes. I want <laughs> to see this. I'm going to search for Stephen Clark's pumpkin afterwards, and I'm going to find Right, if, I, if we find it, we'll tweet that out. Right. Matt's made a big claim. There's no way he's coming anywhere near that. I've seen him carve a pumpkin. It's gold. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Moving gold. on. Oh, yeah. Can we leave these these facts behind Norm now? Craven's let's leave, let's right. leave the massive yeah, pumpkin. Okay. All right. So, Halloween was influenced by the ancient Roman festival, Pomona. So, that's another influence. Okay. Um. This celebrated a harvest goddess called Pomona. Many Halloween customs and games um, that feature apples, such as bobbin for apples, and also nuts date from this time. I don't really know any games about nuts, but I'm not sure. Bobbin for nuts? No, you just do bobbin for apples. Um, So in the past, Halloween has been called San Apple Night, as in Sanheim. Oh, Sanheim. San Apple. San Apple Night and Nutcrack Night. You're cracking nuts, must be. Must be, but I thought that was a Christmas thing. Yeah, not cracker. The play. Also, wasn't there? Um, I don't know if I should repeat this on the podcast. It's quite a dangerous thing. Didn't they they ban uh, doing bobbing for apples somewhere because people put like blades in the apples? Yeah, I think I think that's. Was that an actual? That thing? might be from a scary film. Though. Might be from a scary yeah, film. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Oh well. It's Halloween anyway. Yeah. It's related. Scary. Don't bob for apples, kids. No, no, you can do. It's not going to be any racism there. Scottish girls. Or raisins. <laughs> Scottish girls believe they could see images of their future husband if they hung wet sheets in front of the fire on Halloween. Other girls believe they would see their boyfriend's faces if they looked into mirrors whilst walking downstairs at midnight on Halloween, which is a weird one to try for me. If you, if you know what your boyfriend looks like, don't bother. <laughs> no, but the girls look in the sheets, they don't know what the future husband looks like. Well, why do they need to know though? Also, the sheet will only surely have the outline of your future husband. You're not getting any features. It's not like anything, Matt. It's a sheet in front of a fire. <laughs> exactly. This is what I'm saying. This not, you're not getting any information from this. It's a waste of time. <laughs> Scotland, if you're listening. You're so stressed about this. It's the... Oh. I can't believe it. And also, the other girls believe they would see their boyfriend's faces. So I must, that assumes... That's that something like Harry Potter have. where they have the mirror. 
But it's making me assume that they already have boyfriends. So why do they need to come down at midnight to look into my I want to see your face. Why? Because I might not be she with you on Wednesday. FaceTime me. <laughs> I'll tell you what I will do while I'm walking down the stairs at midnight on Halloween. Guess what? Guess what? I'm just seeing you in the mirror. <laughs> right, oh, moving on. I'm assuming it's that not. That one stressed you out, lad, so we'll I move on to a different one. That. Harry Houdini oh, yeah. lived from 1874 till 1926. He died. a bit of a sad one. He was one of the most famous and mysterious magicians who ever lived. He died in 1926 on Halloween night as a result of appendicitis. Oh, didn't he get... Brought on by three stomach punches. Yeah, was it stomach punches? I can't remember if it was a cannonball or No, no, punches. it was basically... He was like... Somebody let some students in to speak to him after an event and he was preparing for a big show or something. Yeah, yeah. And one of the students assaulted him and punched him three what? times in the stomach. No, I, I think thought... it was someone in, I who came in the back. I thought that... He... One of his tricks was like, I can, if you hit me in the stomach, like, I don't feel anything. Oh, really? Because somebody so. told me it was someone who came in. Well, not somebody, mm. I read this online. So we'll have to do some research on yeah. how Harry Houdini died and share I that with you. I also had a feeling like so he drowned, but I think that was a diff- someone else. I think that was someone else when they jumped off a thing. I don't know. I don't. There was definitely someone who drowned. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so. In a uh, straight jacket, in like I a. I think so, yeah. And everyone's like. Thing? Was. Is that Harry Houdini? Who knows? Well, it's not because he died this way. And doctors oh, okay. at first thought he died from being punched in the stomach, but it was actually appendicitis, appendicitis which, which brought on the pain. Yeah. The stomach yeah, punches yeah. brought on the pain, Can't and then he good. died. Rough. Well, that's sad. He died on Halloween. Mexico celebrates the Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos, uh, on the Christian holiday All Saints Day, November 1st, and All yeah. Souls Day, November 2nd, instead of Halloween. So townspeople dress up like ghouls and parade down the street and they also do offerings for ancestors and believe yes. that they can pass back on that day. Yes. Um, but they have really cool, like, the what's the skulls called? I don't know. On the faces? Yeah, but they have cool, like, skulls with, like, flower crowns and stuff mm. and jewels. During the pre-Halloween celebration of Samhain, bonfires were lit to ensure the sun would return after the long, hard winter. So that's another reason for the bonfires. Okay. Often, druid priests would throw the bones of cattle into flames, hence bonfire became bonfire, as I mentioned. Halloween is thought to have originated around 4000 BC, which means Halloween's over 6000 years old. But as I said before, some say over 2000, so we're not sure. In many countries such as France and Australia, Halloween is seen as an unwanted and overly commercial American influence. Mm. I can imagine the French and the Australians not being on board with that. Yeah. I think a lot of people here aren't on board. Especially the French, well. I think. Yeah. Both Salem, Massachusetts. Oh no, that's. Oh yeah, both yeah, yeah. Salem in Massachusetts and Anoka in Minnesota are the self-proclaimed Halloween capitals of the world. Right. Are you Salem. Surprised about the first one. No, Salem rings a bell. Salem witch trials. Also. Also, Salem Sabrina's cat. I was gonna say, um, Salem. What the red carpet of the new Sabrina, the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the new Netflix show. <laughs> the, really? Uh, they had a, the black cat walk the uh, red carpet, which is cute. That is it's very cute, cute. Looking up, um, but Salem was where the witch trials happened, and also Salem was—is that not where they live as well, Sabrina? I don't know. Yeah, I think oh, no. so. Also, the uh, new film Assassination Nation is set in Salem. It's a modern tale of the Salem witch trials 
But um, I've never heard of Anoka, I don't think. Which Did you say it's a self-proclaimed capital of Halloween? Yeah, they both are. Uh, I've never heard of Anoka. But one you would expect because of Salem. Yeah. The witch trials, mainly. The cat. Not the cat. No, the cat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, just my one last fact is about Guy Fawkes. So because Protestant oh. England did not believe in Catholic saints, the rituals traditionally associated with Halloween became associated with Guy Fawkes Night. So Guy Fawkes is like a Protestant activity, bonfire night, and they adopted some of the rituals of Halloween. Oh, okay. And now it's quite broad, like we adopt all. Yeah, we But the that's why there's like bonfires and fires. And um, England declared November the 5th Guy Fawkes Night to commemorate the capture and execution of Guy Fawkes, who conspired to blow up the Parliament in 1605 and restore a Catholic king. So, there's like obviously the Protestants and Catholics lived a bit of a different life back then, so they adopted some of the practices within Guy Fawkes Night. That's interesting. So, like the apples. It's interesting that we still do that. I know we're still a Protestant country, but... Yeah, but now I think it's wider. I don't think we're celebrating we're not, the end of Guy no. Fawkes. It's just this commercialised activity that links in Halloween and Bonfire Night. They're both yeah. connected for me. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, but that is my report. Wonderful report. facts on Halloween. On Samheim? Yeah. Samheim Festival, was it? Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for that. Didn't know Good any fun. of that. Um... I thought you were going to say something more. No, then. I had nothing uh, else to say. Um, we'll have another report for you next week. We, uh, we're we not sure what it's going to be on yet, but we're going to post some pictures, as we said. We've carved some pumpkins. Yes, post a picture of them. I'll try and find a picture of Norms, but if I, if it's not posted, I haven't been able to By find norms, it. Norms, she means the giant pumpkin. I'll also try and find a picture of Stephen Clark's. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I don't know. Something. Yeah, the Stephen Clark's, Clark's record. Uh, record pumpkin. If I can't find it, I've not posted it, so that's what's Also, happened. it might not be real. And then I'll also Spooky clarify tea. what happened to Harry Houdini. Oh, yeah, of course we will. And I will share a picture of our spooky tea. So you can find on them yeah, on our social medias. social medias. We've got Instagram, Idiots Talk History. Facebook, Idiots Talk History. Twitter, Idiot History Pod. What? Uh, you can send us an email if you want to clear up any of these for us. Send us an email, idiothistorypod at gmail.com. Leave us a review, you know, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Give us a little five-star review, that'd be lovely, on uh, whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Uh, maybe iTunes, maybe Podbean, whatever you listen to us on. And thank you for listening to this very special, very spooky, extra special, extra spooky... Halloween special spookiness. And happy Halloween. Bye. (laughs) See ya. Bye.